0: You're listening to the Passive Project Podcast, where we dive into building your online course business. We talk about marketing strategy, making money, and creating a business with impact that lights you up. I'm Gemma Bonham Carter, a mom of two and business strategist who has helped thousands of digital entrepreneurs with my programs and coaching. All right, let's do this. Hey, hey. So this is kind of a fun episode. I have been doing the online business thing for a hot minute now. I got into blogging back in 2010 when I launched my lifestyle and home decor blog called The Sweetest Digs, which is on the back burner but still exists out into the in the internet universe. So if you ever wanted to go searching for it, you could. Uh, And then I shifted into teaching and creating courses in 2017. And in that time, between the programs I've enrolled in, so the different courses and things that I've taken, in the peer-to-peer masterminds that I've been a part of, and just in like conferences and events that I've attended, I have been around a lot of entrepreneurs who make more than a million dollars a year in their businesses. And these are like course creator type of businesses. So I've had a chance to chat with them, to really understand their business model and get a sense of their backend operations. And there are some lessons, some things, some takeaways that have popped up for me over and over again when I've been in conversations with these people. And I thought it would be kind of neat to summarize just a few of them. So I have four of them that I wanted to share with you today because it might, I know we get really excited and enticed when we see those kinds of numbers being thrown around like a million dollar year kind of number, seven figure entrepreneur, right? All that stuff. Um, but there are some things that you might want to take into consideration, especially if sometimes seeing those numbers makes you feel less than or maybe even a little bit like you're failing at your business. I want to crack open the door a little bit and talk about a few things. So lesson number one is that those entrepreneurs don't necessarily know anything more than I do. Sometimes it's just the fact that they have been doing it for longer. Their business has been like, you know, they've, they've got years on us, right? And so the, the bottom line lesson here is that it matters that you have consistency and that you have time in the marketplace. And the longer that you are showing up and putting your offers out there and growing your audience, it's kind of like that metaphor of, you know, pushing the car up the hill, that it's really, really hard the whole time you're pushing that car up and up and up. But then finally you reach the top of the hill and it starts to roll down the other side and pick up momentum and just speed up and go, right? Way more easily than it did in the beginning. And so that's kind of lesson number one, is that if you're in that That pushing the car up the hill phase, you know, just know that it might look really easy for others, but they did that too, you know, and they just might be in the phase now where the car is zooming off down the other side of the hill and it's picking up so much traction and speed with a lot more ease. So that's lesson number one. Lesson number two is that. In my experience, most of those entrepreneurs that I have talked to, most of them have pivoted at one time or another. And so the product or the service or even maybe the niche that they first started off in or first launched isn't the thing that they are doing now. And so you're not always gonna know ahead of time what the big hit is going to be, what's gonna be that product or that offer or that thing that really resonates with people and skyrockets your business, right? The, the, The idea is we just need to put our stuff out there, we need to make offers, we need to work with people and we will figure it out as we go. So the lesson here is take action, don't be stuck in analysis paralysis, take action and be nimble, be open to changing, be open to pivoting, be open to watching what the market is doing and you know, molding to what is going on and what the needs are of your audience. All right, number three is that quite a few of those million dollar a year entrepreneurs that I've chatted with, honestly, a lot of them work harder (laughs) than what I personally want to do. Now, listen, I love my job. I love, love, love my business, right? It gives me so much joy to like, sit down at my computer and create, it's my favorite. But honestly, I love my family and my free time way more. And I know exactly where my priorities are. Like something I do all the time is I think about when I'm 80 and I'm like, you know, hopefully a sweet old lady sitting on my porch um, (laughs) having my cup of coffee. I wanna look back and know that I was really happy with the choices that I made on how I spent my time right now, because this isn't like not to be too cheesy or too corny, but like this isn't a dress rehearsal. This is, you have one life. And so like, I want to live mine to the best way that I can, right? I want to, the, the things that I know are really important to me, I want to be prioritizing those. So do you want to know what's like not for me? when I see this kind of thing, I've seen people write this, like, here's what my day looks like. And it's a big old list. And I'm like, oh, it makes me want to um, never want to have that kind of business. So like someone who, for example, in a given day, spends, say, two hours at the beginning of the day messaging clients back and forth on Voxer, spends, say, another two to three hours a day in calls, another hour a day maybe on social media and say two hours a day doing actual work on their computer. So you know whether that's like creating content or doing writing or in their email inbox, whatever. That's a lot of hours in a day and I'm not interested in growing my business to a million dollars a year if it means that I have to be chained to my business like that. It's just not worth it to me. So I will say though that this is not universal for all the million dollar entrepreneurs I have met. Definitely not. Some have built incredible, smooth running businesses with amazing systems, great offers. There's like a lot of streamlined um, sort of effective stuff that's running in the back end of their businesses that have allowed them and maybe they have like a great sort of lean team and has allowed them to maybe have a 25 hour work week, right? But still be at that million dollar a year or more mark. So it is 100% possible. The lesson in the bottom line here is that be intentional about creating the style of business that you truly want and don't kind of get into this like cycle of more, more, more mentality that can start to pile up and happen when revenues do go up. And, you know, it's funny, you'd think like, okay, revenue starts to go up and you can like chill more in your business, but what actually happens is the revenues go up and it it just kind of pushes the goal out further. Like you go to the next thing and this kind of idea of more, more, more is very present and very there. I know I've experienced it myself in my business and I have to consistently check myself to just be like, Gemma, chill, hang on a second. Remember the vision of what you're building and what you truly want this business to look like and get back to that. So lesson number four, that it's around expenses. And so a lot of these million dollar a year entrepreneurs have very high expenses, say month over month. And the two big buckets where most money is spent is usually around team costs, so salaries or subcontractors, that kind of thing, and then ad budgets, because usually if you're at the million dollar year or more mark, you're probably running paid advertising at that point, and so you're spending money on ads. So there is nothing wrong with having a lot of expenses. That kind of comes with the territory as you're growing a business, we expect that, but you do want to ensure that your profit margin remains healthy. Now, we can, get, you know, we're going to say that yes, when your gross revenue goes up, your profit margin may go down a little. That is kind of naturally what happens, but you don't want it to do a nosedive, right? So behind some of the doors that I've been privy to, there have been many who are say making a million dollars a year in gross revenue, but the profit margin is at like 10% or 15%. And it obviously is gonna differ business model to business model, cause like a you know, product e-commerce like a physical product e-commerce based business might look totally different. But in this space, in the course creation kind of and and coaching consulting business model, a 10 or 15% profit margin, frankly, like kind of sucks. And so for me, I know that I would rather have a smaller, simpler business that puts $150,000 into my pocket every year than a giant company that stresses me out and pays me like 100K a year, right? I would way rather have the smaller gross revenue number if it means I'm keeping more of it. And the bottom line here is that gross revenue doesn't really mean anything. Like I think it's really important to look beyond that clickbait number and understand what the profit margin is for a business. Because you can make a million bucks, but if you're spending $975,000 on ads, that's crap. Like I would way rather not have to deal with the headache that comes with a million dollar business to only profit a tiny amount of money. Now, obviously that's an extreme example, but you get what I'm saying, right? So those are the four big kind of, lessons or themes that I wanted to share with you in this episode today. And so the thing is, like, we all want to make a million dollars a year in revenue, right? I think that that is a great goal to shoot for. I think it's, you know, usually what happens is people want to make six figures. They want to make 100K. And then you hit that and then you're like, oh, okay, now I'm going to shoot maybe it's 500K or then it's like a million a year. And that number just keeps going up and up. And and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think, you know, I think it would be amazing if we all made a million dollars a year in our businesses. And I think it's powerful, right? And that so many people can do incredible things with that kind of money. But I know for me that I am far more interested in growing a business that although it might not look as quote unquote big on paper, I know that it pays me a stellar salary so that I can live my version of like that dream life for me outside of my business. That's way more important for me. So when you get past the fancy like clickbait numbers, my guess is is that that's exactly what you want too. So I would encourage you to be realistic about the type of business that you're building and whether or not it's in line with what you truly want instead of getting kind of, caught up in the number stuff, right? Or in hitting a certain goal if it's not actually panning out to what you really want for your life. Now, in another episode coming up, I'm going to share with you um some a funny a funny list here because listen, it's totally cool if you're out there you're an entrepreneur. You're doing a bunch of random stuff probably right now to make some cash, right? To make some revenue maybe while you're building that ideal business. Cuz you might be like, "Okay, Gemma, that sounds great, but like I don't have a course that's bringing me in a bunch of money or digital programs and products that are, you know, consistently generating revenue every month." Yeah, neither did I for a long time. It's all good. So, I have an email coming or not an email, sorry. I'm going to I'm going to send it in an email and I'm going to do it in a podcast. Um coming out soon. That's like about the super weird jobs or gigs that I've had that have made me revenue while I built up my course business. Cause I actually started to list them out and the list is long and it's frankly kind of hilarious. And I think it goes to show like the scrappy entrepreneur, right? Who's just going to do what it takes to put money on the table as we're also building up these other things. So I'm going to share with that with you in, an, in another episode coming up. Um, but maybe like think on that because you might be, I'd love to, like on that episode, I'd love to hear from you about maybe what some of the random jobs are that you've been doing uh, just to generate cash in your business. So all that to say, if online courses or launching a group program is part of what you have envisioned for the future of your business, if that's part of the ideal business model that you want to build out for yourself, I'm gonna encourage you to go grab your seat for Online Course Prep School if you haven't already. This is a free five-day event that I have coming up at the end of April. It starts on April 26th and it's gonna run for five days. It's going to be daily live training from me. There's going to be a pop up Facebook group. You definitely want to get go going to want to get yourself in there. Let's not edit that one out. Let's just keep it real over here. And uh, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff in prep school. So we're going to be talking about the mentor model and how you can turn what you know into a successful course idea, even if you don't consider yourself an expert right now. I'm going to talk about how to do market research and uncover the best course idea to launch in your niche. We're going to talk about identifying exactly who your ideal student is and how to find them, what your course needs to include in order to sell like hotcakes and get results for your students. We're going to talk about prepping a wait list for your new program and a whole lot more. You're going to get access to me, be able to ask me questions. It's gonna be an incredible five-day event. And at the end of it, we're gonna be opening up the doors for Course Creator School if it's the right time and program for you to hop into that. So it's gonna be epic. Make sure to save your seat. The link is with this show in the show notes, but you can head on over to jemmabonhamcarter.com forward slash prep school. Thank you for so much for tuning in this week, uh, having you know a little, a little listen on the episode. I would love to know, your thoughts on those four lessons that I shared, on the four lessons that you know that I've learned from being around million dollar a year business owners. If you have some other lessons that you would love to share with me, I would love to hear them. Send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Carter, or just let me know what you thought of the episode. If you would like to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, that would be super helpful. It really helps to get our, you know, boost us up in like the algorithm gods, right? <laughs> when we get some good ratings and reviews. So if you have them in it, I would super appreciate it. Otherwise, I will catch you in the next episode of the Passive Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.